Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Strong and Capable Podcast. I'm your host, Bridgette Heller. And in this show, we live awake to the world around us so that we can transform our lives and step fearlessly into our divine destiny. Remember, friend, you are strong and capable. Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Strong and Capable Podcast. I'm your host, Heller, and I have two fabulous, life-filling, energy-giving ladies with me. I have Gina and Holly, and they are, well, I was ready to cancel this podcast, as I just told them, not because they're not amazing, but because I was not feeling it today, and they are just bringing the energy totally up again, and I'm so excited for you to hear what they have to say. You ladies want to say hey? Hey, Hello, good morning, good morning. We're thrilled to be here. Yes. We're thrilled to be here. I am. T- I'm glad that we both showed up. Sometimes <laughs> that's what it is, right? It's extra credit on a Friday morning. Just for showing <laughs> Double credit. Yes. So these fabulous ladies, you guys got to know, have an, their own podcast. And they have a lot of fun. I was going through your interviews and who you have. You guys have had some fascinating guests on okay. your podcast. Yeah. Who... Who recently has been someone that just changed your, you know, kind of rocked your world a little bit? Was like, wow, that was interesting. Oh wow. Okay, I'm gonna say Anuke. Yeah, Anuke was great, but she's, she's not out yet. Oh, <laughs> well, that's all right. We can pre. Well, she will be by the time Brigitte. Per Brigitte. Okay. Yes. 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 Oh, listen. <laughs> I mean, one mistake only. Yeah, one mistake. <laughs> but she'll be out by then. Yeah. No, you're right. You're okay. So right. yes, we had great. Anouk Bindels, and she yeah. is a she's a transformational coach, and mm-hmm. it's like her background is science, and then she became very sick, and there were all yeah. kinds of life tragedies, and she came through that to the other side very fearlessly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And started um, adding wholeness to her her practice. Really. Yeah. yeah, and she yeah. she healed herself. And one of the things that was life changing was um, her story about what is trauma, because mm-hmm. we always think like trauma is something bad happened to you. And and I think that as a world, we're evolving to what that looks like in today's world. And mm-hmm. she had made a comment that both Gina and I sat there going, mm-hmm. oh, oh my God. And we started getting teary eyed. And she yeah. said, trauma isn't just what happened to you. It's the good things that didn't, didn't happen, happen to you. To you. And we were like, oh, okay, that's a moment. So that's yeah. coming out soon. And yeah. she does a week long retreats in the Netherlands. And we were like, we're on the, we, we want to get on a plane and go yeah. hang out with her and walk around with her for a while. She was featured in the uh, first chapter of Supernatural by Dr. Joe yeah. Dispenza. Um, her story is, is mm. it's just, she's just, it was just the most yeah. incredible conversation of, you know, somebody who's really taken and integrated their life experiences into their practice to give back to, you know, to people in just a, a more profound, holistic way. It was beautiful conversation. And yeah, the whole, it's not, you know, the trauma doesn't come from bad things happening to you, but, but that good things that did not happen was like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that so resonated with me and some of my, you know, my story, it's, it was incredible to hear that. I'm like, okay, that's where that hurt comes from. Yeah. That's so that's an, that's a really interesting thing to start with, to lead with, because this season's about fearless, right? Yes. 
And when you talk about being fearless and trauma, some of the trauma, like you said, the good things that didn't happen, how often is it because we were scared and we didn't do it? We're scared. And so then there's these things that they're deep, deep pains that man, if I had just tried, if I had, what could be, what could have been right. Is part of that. Well, I think trauma does hold us back from being fearless. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It is something that, you know, you get kind of, I don't want to say stuck in, but you get a little, get a little stuck in it. And then it's hard to move forward. I, um, I was, have always known that I, um, how do I put this? I always knew I was in the wrong career. And Gina and I met, so we're corporate executives. Yeah, we worked together for 18 years. We worked together yeah. for 18 years. I'm the finance, I mean, I'm the last finance person you can know, but I was the CFO, so we're executives. And mm-hmm. Gina's a director of HR, mm-hmm. so that's how we, we met. But even prior to that, I worked at a CPA firm and I always knew that this wasn't for me, yet I continued to do it. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about being fearless, it's that after the pandemic, I'm part of the great resignation. So I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. And so it's like, how do you gear up to, you know, um, leave something that you, I mean, I guess your identity is into it. I mean, you're, you know, but you know, it's not right. I mean, I always knew it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And so, and of course, Gina helped me and, um, you know, but, but that is one of the things that being fearless doesn't mean let's all quit our jobs tomorrow if we hate it, but there was a strategy behind it. So once I opened the door to, okay, this is a possibility. How do I navigate this? Because I am, you know, a single Mm -hmm. and I have children that I'm I'm putting through college. And so it's not like I can just go, oh, I'm independently wealthy. Let's just, (laughs) let's just quit the job and, you know, Mm -hmm. travel around Sedona. Okay. And find a vortex. And, you know, (laughs) although although I really do want to do that, (laughs) but let me know when you come, I'm there. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We'll go hang out together. Yeah. And so listen to some flute, a flautist, flautist, and so, so I think that, you know, once you have to just say, okay, I got to open the door to that this is a possibility and you know me saying oh my kids need medical I can't go okay well let's rethink that and so there's a big part about being fearless is about really it's your mindset Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, sure and I know you've talked about that and Mm -hmm. and, yeah um, yeah my story is 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 you know different than Holly's in that I feel like I was more fearless when I was young. And then, uh, you know, I, I grew up um, here in, in Washington state, um, wanted to be rich and famous. I was swore I was going to like, you know, travel to work every day in a helicopter. I was going to win an Oscar. <laughs> like I was big. Uh, and so I was, you know, my grew up like that. I had family supporting me and I went to school in, in Nashville. Um, didn't know a soul. I moved down there and, you know, lived off campus and made my way and made friends and, you know, um, fell in love with a boy from home. And, you know, I was doing demo tapes. I I could have done, I was worked for Reba McIntyre for four years. I mean, I had all the opportunity in front of me 
And I was afraid to step into it, whether I was ready or good enough or pretty enough and all, you know, all the things that all the things. Mm -hmm. And so I said, you know, I really want my kids to grow up. I want to, you know, near their grandparents. And I made up all these reasons why it would be good to go home. I, you know, that life is not what it looks or appears. And maybe I don't want it, which is not true. Uh, but that's how I sold it to myself. Yeah. Right. And so mm-hmm. I go home, I return home and I'm like, you know, I got to find a good job. I, I ended up, uh, finding the, the organization that Holly and I both worked at through a friend who got me an, a job offer or job interview for an HR assistant. And, um, I mean, it sounded miserable to be <laughs> honest. I mean, I mean, I mean, compared to what I was going to do, I mean, I think the HR, the minute I walked in the lunchroom and realized that no one will tell me the good jokes anymore, like they, they stopped talking to me, it's funny. Or I was like, well, okay, I just made the wrong turn. So, but you know, I, and I, but I, I, I kept, I kept putting myself out there and it was hard for me. So, I mean, it, that would took guts to do it. I, should have been fearful about a corporate job. It was, yes, not, it's not, it's not in my wheelhouse, but I, you know, buck, I'm competitive. So I buckled down <laughs> and got it done and, and kept growing and rising, but it was hard. It was hard. And then I feel like you kind of lose that mm, trust in yourself mm-hmm. to be fearless. You know, you kind of lose, you've got to practice like anything in life. You have to practice it or it just doesn't, doesn't come. And so when you get on a track that doesn't serve you for a long time, Oftentimes it does serve me, but just not in the way that feeds my soul. Mm -hmm. Isn't feeding your soul and serving you. And you just don't take those opportunities to kind of branch out. Our podcast was honestly a fearful moment for Holly gets in the car one morning, like Holly has, and she has this great idea to do this podcast. And she goes, I'm going to do it. And I can't do it without you in these crazy eyes. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. And neither one of us ever had listened to a podcast. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. And really bringing some of the conversations and friendship um, that we have to a, a broader audience was just our whole goal. And it was scary to put yourself out there, to tell your story, to talk about the things that are uncomfortable, like, you know, you know, where you're at in life, what holds you back, you know, my weight, you know, all the things that are hard to talk about. And it's been um, the biggest gift in my life. And it's taught me to be fearless again, because yes. it's come the, the, the benefits of that have been just remarkable, remarkable for me. That's exactly how I feel about podcasting. Exactly. Um, I have the sign behind me. It says walk sacred and Mm -hmm. the, and it's, I choose to walk sacred is what it actually says. But the reason I have that back there is because the day I sat down to record my first episode of the podcast, I kept recording it and kept recording it just a solo cast 15 minutes. I kept recording it, kept recording it. And I was like, this is so scary. I was so scared. And I finally hit my knees because I pray that's what I do when I'm freaking out. And I had this thought, it says, Bridget, switch the two letters in scared from S-C-A-R-E-D to S-A-C-R-E-D. Yes, I love because that. Yes. When you move forward and you're scared, this is transformational ground and transformational ground is sacred. This yeah. is very sacred ground. Oh, Listen, and so really now fun. every time I get like, oh, like, oh no, oh no, this is a, this is great space. Yeah. I I'm going to transform. That. Yeah. That so my question for you, this is when I was thinking about this interview and you ladies and your fun personalities, I was like, okay, what, what could be some fun questions? When was the last time that you truly felt fearless? What were you doing? I have an example. I want to hear yours first. And I was surprised by my answer when I was like, okay, when's the last time I actually felt fearless? What were you doing? 
the last time you actually felt fearless? You know, the pandemic has really screwed this situation up, to be quite honest. <laughs> um, I have to think. Do you have okay. one? On the well, I mean, I, I just quit my job. Okay, okay like, you know, no, that, yeah, I know you, yeah, you win. Yeah, that, that'll be the answer for a while. That has to be, I mean, this is recent. I mean, yeah. this is within the past few months. Okay, so that's like, that's a huge one. I'm trying to think of fearless. I mean, I... Well, we do photo shoots for our oh, podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and as a, you know, a chubby kid uh, who had, you know, I think has a different idea in her mind of what she actually looks like than she does. Those are scary for me, to be quite honest. I mean, so, so that was anytime fearless. I get there and I can get through it and I have fun and we get a few good photos yeah. out of it, I'm, I'm thrilled. I mean, that sort of stuff you know, it's, it's old, it's old work I continue to do. And so anytime I can do that, I honor my ability to get in there and, and do it. And so. you had fun. So you had fearless a good time. and oh, you yeah. had fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. On the flip side, I'm always good. It's the leading up to it. That is the yeah. fear. That's where you're getting your head. And yeah. the fear really comes is your old, your old pattern or your old narrative but it's sacred to, now it's sacred fear yes. has been rebranded i love to rebrand everything oh, so I you mean, have rebranded you know fear i think Brigitte is a better <laughs> rebrander than you are she really is hers is better but i think so yeah i, I like it it's about that but i can track with yours a little bit better than always you should hear some of them <laughs> yeah but i love to rebrand so i do everything yeah. should be rebranded <laughs> We're evolving, so of course it should be rebranded. Re I know, I'm a fellow rebrander. I yes, you do. I, yes, fast friend. So, what, so what's your exciting? Okay, so here's the thing with fearlessness: is I realize the when you talk about fearless, what we're seeking is that like light, that like ah, I am queen, I am rocking this, I'm owning this. You and you know, Jeannie, you talked about a photo shoot when you go in there and you actually accomplish it and you like there's this feeling of like power that comes over you right yeah, for sure you're just like owning it and that fearless is cool because when you choose to walk sacred to overcome fear and you step into it the actual result from it is more fearlessness in your life like you yeah. actually get those endorphins and all the hormones and all the good things that push you to do it again right um, and so you so you grow. So this is such a silly example, but like you said, COVID, whatever. So before COVID, yeah. I was in Vegas with mm -hmm. a bunch of cousins. We do a cousin's retreat every other year. We used cool. to until COVID <laughs> and we were all walking down the strip and I had my sparkly high tops on and all the things and I'm rocking down. And Vegas has always been scary for me because I grew up I was pretty dang cute as a teenager, uh, but I grew up with my mom. Yeah, yeah, now, you still I look like, like a pretty dang cute teenager. Let me just say that. Yeah, like, let's I'm just like, say that she's rocking the team. Look I was thinking she just still was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thank you. You can come on every week. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I grew up with fearful stories with my mom and dad saying, don't look at anybody. They're going to steal you and cart you off to Mexico right? and you'll be someone's slave. Like, no, yes, yes. Right. Like, don't don't even talk to anyone because you might get injected with a drug or like just horrible, yeah. crazy, yeah, fearful stories. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So here I am in my late 30s and I'm wandering down the, you know, down the Vegas, and I'm like, I am no longer 16 years old. And I'm no longer 90 pounds. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm not the target anymore. <laughs> 
pretty sure they are not looking at me like, er, grab her, grab her and run people. And in this moment, I released all that fear, all those stories, like you said, and I strutted down Vegas. I mean, I was rocking those sparkles. And what was funny is people started commenting, Hey girl. Yes, girl. I see you. You know? I was like owning it. Right. Yeah. But it was because I let go. It was such, it's such a small moment, but it was so freeing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm all about the dazzlement too. Okay. So, so I I love the glitter. Yeah. You two in Vegas, uh, you know, we just follow around. (laughs) I do follow around in my black, just making, cleaning up after you. But yeah. And what's sweep the glitter behind the two of you. (laughs) Sweep the glitter. Don't want to litter, so I'll just sweep the glitter. Yeah. I would be tossing the glitter. The difference is, is I would think, Oh yeah. I, and, and I'm well past the demographic. I'm in my fifties. And, and so I would be like, Oh yes, I'm still a target. <laughs> I would be delusional. Yes. I'm still, well, a I don't target. think it's delusion, but you definitely, definitely were going to make yourself the target for sure. <laughs> Although I, I, I really think the two of you, if you're going to be carted off to my, you're going to go kicking and screaming. I think you two could take them down. Even yeah, in your could. sparkles. I'm yes. confident of yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I agree. Yeah, but I love to drop the safety Susan every once in a while and just <laughs> live in the moment, right? Yeah. There's yeah. Well, part, yeah. part of what we have to have is uh, you need to suggest or, uh, a safe word, yeah. you know, so that we know that you yell, ours is PT Cruiser. Yep. And so anytime you hear PT Cruiser, we know you're getting carted off. Or if, you, if your friend you sends a text saying, hey, I just saw a PT Cruiser, you're like, okay, what time okay, do we- I need to come get you? <laughs> right, 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 right. We're on. You need it. We found our safe word in Vegas, so it's important to have a safe word. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Vegas, there's a lot. It's a wild it's a city. Lot to, to need a safe word for, right, right. Yeah. The only city I found close to Vegas is Miami. When I was wondering around Miami, I was like, Miami. oh my gosh. Oh, oh yeah, we love Miami, so we like the same places. We, we do. do. There's a lot of action going on there. <laughs> yeah, but on the beach, no, I love Miami. A couple blocks over, I was like, whoa, this is a different world here. Yes, yeah, no, you're right, for sure, yeah. Blocks make a big difference in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's my example of fearless. So I, I think when we're talking about fearless, it's that moment of freedom of like, yes. like Holly, when you walked out of your job that last time, did you yeah. have that feeling? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I still did some consulting, but like it kept getting freer and freer. And then I was like, I'm glad I did it. Even though like, I don't know where I'm going <laughs> now. That's the second fearless part of it. Like I did not leave for another job. I have no idea where I'm going. And so I'm living in that right now. So what I would say is you shift your mindset out of fear or being scared, make it sacred. I love that. Okay. Mm. And, and um, be in the now, because I do get scared sometimes looking at the future. I'm like, oh, I need to get my stuff together. I have X amount of money. What's coming. And, and so, but there is that freedom of, I let go of something that wasn't a part of who I am. So Mm -hmm. one of the things I would say is for your audience is if you're just starting thinking about this, it's like radical honesty with yourself will help you figure out where you need to free yourself. And then you look under the hood a little bit and say, okay, what beliefs are holding me back from stepping forward? Um, kind of like you did in Vegas, all this stuff that you heard as a child, you know, what, what is, and it is a freeing feeling. It's like, yeah. okay, I wasn't that person thing. I'm thanking God every day that I, you know, I made that change. And I found that 
that strategy to help me do that. And now I'm living in fearlessness right now. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's life, it's life giving. And that's what I like for me. And I feel like you ladies, I'm always seeking what are the life giving things in life? I don't need things that deplete my energy or pull me down. Right. And living in that fear. Oh, that is, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do think that's a generational pattern. I'm glad you said that Brigitte, because I think that is a generational pattern of, you know, when we look at our parents, um, you know, my dad was an artist. He ended up going to work for his family business and did nothing that really filled him up. There was some creative parts of his mm-hmm. work that he was very good at, but you know, there was, there was a um, kind of almost a right regimented requirement to the creative fun um lighter side of who you were had to come second to this more diligent um responsible part and I think I mean I definitely picked that up from my Mm -hmm. family um and I think you know so for a number of years I think I convinced myself that this was just what you should do what like you said, this is what good people do. Like you just mm-hmm. buckle down, you make a good living, you do your thing and, you know, fit the rest of the fun in and find yourself if, and when you can in the spare mm-hmm. time, right. Versus integrating the two. And, uh, it, that was a big part of why we started our podcast is we really went to work on integrating who we are personally more into our corporate lives yeah. and our corporate mm-hmm. experiences leadership. and leadership mm-hmm. and how we approach team building and how we approached you know, our, our, our people work. That was a big part of both of our roles as Mm -hmm. executives. So, you know, I think that was a step in the right direction. And then, then you can look at the job and say, okay, well, this still doesn't give me the broad enough platform for really what my soul needs or what Mm -hmm. I need to be fully present in this world. And then you so you kind of start to stair step it, but I think it really has to start with, you know, like Holly said, radical honesty about where am I not showing up my full and authentic self and then do that work first. And then the other next steps will appear around how you need, you know, what other steps you need to take to really fully step in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it takes a lot of courage to do what you guys are saying, have radical, at least for me, every time I have radical honesty with myself, sometimes I'm like, well, maybe we should get a book and sit on the couch and hide for a while. Cause this is scary. That's <laughs> a lot. Yeah. yeah. To, yeah. It's, yeah it's heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Uh, so I think, you know, in this world of like social media and our phones and all the things that could easily distract us, we could easily binge watch a Netflix show, right? Like, mm -hmm. we just had a moment of radical honesty. It was very painful. Let's go watch Bridgerton. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that helps. Well, there's some radicalness there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But that's what I found. It's like you take the fearless step and then you have to take one more to actually make the change. That's Just right. That's more right. baby step to <laughs> actually see that radical honesty through or else you're just beating yourself up for why. <laughs> but so I true. do think like a Bridgerton mm-hmm. episode really uplifts my spirit and makes me yeah. walk out as a, as a better human. Yes. Okay, that's what I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can like, you got to, you know, the hard stuff is easy to, to be like heavy about, like, it, it, you know, and, and you have to come at all of these things with, from a place of joy and excitement and high vibration, high energy, or it, 
you may not even take the steps because it'll feel so overwhelming and heavy, right? And so how do you surround yourself with people that support you, embrace you, bring you up? You know, how do you keep yourself up and elevated? And so that when you do take those steps, it's not this heavy, heavy load that people feel. Because I mean, nobody's, few people will want to invite that in. Right. So how do you do that? How do you keep yourself in that higher vibration? Like, I know how I do. I'm curious. How do you ladies do it? Well, I stay in gratitude. Mm. So I start my day. So we're, we're very intentional when we start every day. So I started my day to day with five things I'm grateful for. I write them down and I can feel that my energy is shifting. Mm-hmm. And then I say five things I want to create. And sometimes some are fun, short term, and some are, are longer term. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, we always, um, even coming here with you, we lit a candle. Mm-hmm. We talked about like, we wanted to have a great conversation. So there is an intention setting and a consciously trying to um, show up as my best self. Mm-hmm. And then when we're triggered, so that's another thing, when we're, like maybe like something bothered us, it's really not about that. It's about ourselves. So we look within mm-hmm. and by looking within and, and here's the thing, there's a readiness for everything. You don't need to push yourself and, and you don't make yourself, don't judge how you're doing. The only diet we endorse is the judgment-free diet. Okay. Like don't judge yourself. Okay. You know, that is so something true. that we don't want to do. And so I feel like, you know, putting some practices I like to meditate. I'd like to say I meditate every day. I don't, um, but I always have some sort of gratitude or prayer or some sort of dialogue going on um, that helps me be um, happy and maintain my energy level at a high level for everybody, because I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, for me, it's always been about, you know, um, you know, the, the company I keep really helps me stay high, you know, that, you know, they're positive, you know, they, they, they tell me honestly what's going on for me, but they're my biggest, baddest supporters ever. Right. And so that really helps me because I can be my worst enemy. I think most of us can be Mm -hmm. I'm my own worst enemy. I can really, I'm great with everyone else. I'm really can be, I can can quickly turn on my own self. Mm -hmm. Um, I have very high expectations for myself and can be a little tough on, on me. Um, so they help me with that for sure. You know, I really feel like, um, you know, one of the things I've learned so much from Holly over the, you know, 18 plus years we've worked together is, you know, all of this work. And I, I won't even, I shouldn't even say the word work, all of this development, all the development opportunities really are, um, should be fun. If they're not fun, I mean, they should, we should be playful. And, you know, when, when you're doing those hard things and getting downloads from the universe about what you need to be doing, you can always ask for partnership and support and help me understand. And, you know, you'll get those little whispers or downloads or whatever, however it comes for you, mm-hmm. a feeling in your, in your body and your gut that this is the direction I need to move. And, you know, trust that, you know, there's, you can create that active dialogue and we were, we're all about co-creation as a lifestyle um, or conscious creation as a lifestyle. And so it, that requires some co co-creation with the universe to do that. Mm-hmm. And so just, just know you're not in it by yourself. You have friends here in this world and you have friends beyond mm. this world that can really help, help guide you and, and have fun with it and, and be playful with it. And don't like Holly said, don't, don't be so, don't be so hard on yourself as well. I love that. It's interesting. 
I'm going to make a reel about it. I keep saying it, so I will do it because <laughs> I yeah. always do what I say at some point. <laughs> but there's that reel going out and it's actually, I think it's Mel Robbins who started it and I adore her. So it's no knock on her at all because I adore her. I yeah. love her masculine approach to everything. She's like, oh, yeah. hit it yeah. out of the park. Right. She's a little scary in a great way. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. But yeah. it is very more masculine versus feminine, yeah. like stepping oh, into my divine, you know? And sometimes I jive with that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but my mentor is Gina DeVee, who's all about feminine yeah. energy, sure. right? So like, oh, sure. okay. Anyway, um, she says, no one's coming for you. You know this real? No one's going to come save you. You're on your own. And there's something about that reel that so I've seen it over and over, all these influencers repeating it, like, no one's coming for you. You're the only one. And I there's something in me that says that is BS. That is. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. I don't like that I have either. not heard that one. No, yeah. I, I either, actually. Oh, it's a it's huge. And I just think okay, oh. coming from trauma, abuse background, whatever, like all the stuff. I know what it's like to be abandoned and to feel alone, completely alone. Like, yeah. and I think most women honestly do like in yeah. some form, right? I agree. But like you said, there is this divine, there is this thing you can tap into and you are not alone. And if you seek co-creation with others, you're really not alone. And the energy just multiplies and gets exciting and fun. And yep. it's no. exactly exactly that's right. exactly right make that real we'll make it viral too oh yeah, yeah because all- i agree with that there's so mm-hmm. much for you that is unseen and then there's there's so much for you here there is support for you if you say you're alone then you are alone mm-hmm. well and you, you felt know. that way for a long time when you were young i mean you'll yes. never you're never abandoned by the divine no okay? no but, right. but you will you feel like you're alone you right. are alone from right. your own perspective but right. you're never really alone right yeah yes. never and I felt like that until I was in my forties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was like, I grew up thinking, okay, well, this is it. I'm, I'm by myself. And then I realized, oh, and I have this beautiful dialogue with all the divine, what angels, guides, God, the, you know, I don't know. Okay. But they talked to me, you know, in various ways. Um, and she talked back. Often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I make demands. Okay. But in a loving way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, so I love that. I think you should make a reel when you're done with the wedding and done with all the other things. You just make a reel. And then we'll help you send it For around sure. because yeah, I don't, I don't like that either. It's not, it's not truthful. It's not accurate. Yeah, it's not. And I think when you're talking about fearless or fear and all these things to when you're in that place of I'm alone, it's all on me. It's so heavy. You're oh, going to so- act from a place of lack in everything you do. Well, it's separate. Lack. It's yeah. separateness. It yeah. breeds separateness, which breeds all the things that we don't probably like in this world is the separate because yeah. we are actually all connected mm-hmm. um, and we're not separate. We're yeah. not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so how can you, you might be fearless, but it's going to be fearless with bitterness versus <laughs> fearless with joy. You know, right. like you were talking about gratitude and joy and that light fearless that comes and you're like, yes, yeah, yeah. but that's not yeah. happening if you're mad. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think even just, you know, when you are in a, a struggle and you're, you're trying to, to move forward and you're not getting there, just, I mean, rather than being frustrated, just laugh and go, okay, okay. Clearly my strategy is not working. I need some help. Like yeah. bring me another strategy because this, 
clearly isn't working. So, I mean, I just think if you come at it from this joyful place, mm-hmm. what you get is with more, more joy. ease and mm-hmm. flow and joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can grit it out and get there. I mean, I'm a great example. You can grit it out and get there otherwise, but it, that comes at a price too. Mm-hmm. Um, so being at least for me, I wouldn't wonder if it's true for you guys. When I've been in that gridded out mode, the cost is relationships. It's my mental health. It's my physical health. I'm currently recovering from, I had four years of a very toxic corporate type job. And when I left it during COVID, like you ladies, when I said, no, thank you, not for me anymore. And started this whole world of the strong and capable. I, it took me it's taken me two years to, I healed so much. And now I'm finally getting to heal my physical self. Yeah. It, it's taken that long to even, oh, I mean, yeah. I was going to doctor after doctor saying, there's something wrong with me. I can feel it. And they, I had to go to specialists for them to actually, you know, see it, but it's, there's a real toll when you grid it out. Yes, there is. Absolutely. And I, I love that you said that because yes, I think is. what happens is is we house all these emotions in our body and depending on our body and our makeup and whatever, you know, we end up manifesting issues. I mean, I, I ruined my thyroid. There's so many things that I did, you know, trying to kill it. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, there's an epidemic of women with thyroid issues and with all kinds of other issues that are hard to diagnose, stress, anxiety. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think healing that emotional stuff, getting it out of your body, um, it, that's a pretty fearless thing to do for sure. Mm-hmm. Good for yeah, you. because you have to keep what yeah. we were talking about earlier is step by step by step. Like you can't give up on yourself, and that right. takes a different kind of fearlessness. Yes, especially does. when you maybe you have kids, like you said, or yeah. these other demands, and you have to say, "I'm sorry, this is a priority." Right, right, yeah. and it and it and it always works. The universe always supplies. It, you know it may not take the shape you think, or it may slightly change, or you may have a period where you've got to adjust a bit, but you're always fulfilled and rewarded if you make those important monumental leaps that are in service to your soul, always. And we've Mm -hmm. seen it. Mm -hmm. Holly's a great example. You're a phenomenal example. I mean, that's, it is exactly, it's what what the universe brings. It just, Mm -hmm. but it's still scary to do. (laughs) really scary to do. Okay. So as we're wrapping up here, what is for the person who's still holding back, we've talked about all these little things. I feel like we've danced all around it. What would be your practical step of like, okay, if you're not ready, what is this one tip or practice that they could try to get themselves to this place of gratitude, to this place of desire really, Mm -hmm. and radical honesty? What is the one small thing from each of you that you, you think could help? Mm. Okay. Well, I think that, um, besides being honest and looking at your life to like, where, where is the area that needs the most change? I might go to the second area. So let's not take on the big mountain. Let's take on a small, Mm -hmm. a smaller one. Um, because or a foothill, our foothill, like a little a pebble or two, yeah. and, and what, just a peak, maybe. Yes, yeah, yeah. just a little one. Because yeah. once you get some momentum, yeah. so like look at that one, and then 
be truthful about that, what needs to shift and then ask for guidance and, um, and then let yourself kind of lead. And once you have stepped over the pebble, Mm -hmm. then you you're gaining confidence Mm -hmm. and then just be open, just nudge into the the bigger one. Cause we always have one thing we're stuck on whether it's money relationships, like the big things start with a little, little hill first. That's what I would say. That's great. Great. You know, the other great advice that, uh, you know, Holly has talked and, and really practiced for, for quite a while. And it really helped me as well in terms of, you know, as the kid who wanted to, you know, travel to work in a helicopter and win an Oscar, like I had (laughs) all the big things. That's, that's my big, big dream. And I was clear about all that stuff. And that is overwhelming because, you know, the odds of that are very small and, you know, all the other, all the other things we could say about it. So, so one of the things that Holly has taught me and I can find it in my life today is what do I want to feel? How do I want, it's not about the things necessarily. It's about how do I, when I am living my life in joy and happiness and on purpose and with intent that fills, feeds me and my purpose and soul how do I want to feel yeah and it if you do that then I think you can find those little you know whether it's a tiny little molehill or a mountain you'll be able to identify those things easier that don't quite serve you in that way so (laughs) and you're gonna you know and then you like I said start with the small stuff we don't have to you know, there's, you don't get extra credit by moving the big things. All, everything matters. Mm. All those changes are important. Mm. So. Mm. That was fabulous. I love that. Thank you, ladies. Thanks. Thank you. So good. So good. Okay. So I need you guys to tell the audience where they can find you, how they can get more of this magic that you guys create. <laughs> I love that. Well, come That's find great. us yes, at LOAuncork.com. We have a um, a, a badassery toolkit. If you sign up for our newsletter mm-hmm. and it tells you it's, you we use astrology and it tells you your, your alias, and you can use that when you go to Vegas next time. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> your alias, And then your superpower, your kryptonite, and then what you should just own and strut with your glittery high top yep. sneakers. Okay. And so, <laughs> yeah. So we, and you can look up all of your friends and family and know exactly theirs too. So it's a great toolkit. Thank you so much for having yeah. us on the strong and capable Brigitte. And we, we really are really Brigitte. Sorry. Brigitte. It's all good. Sorry. I answer to it all. It's a lifelong thing here. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Brigitte. I'm a Gina, J-E-A-N-N-A. So I'm a, yeah, Gianna, Jenna. Yeah. The whole thing. I get you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, this has been wonderful. Thank you, ladies. love connecting with you. Come find me on Instagram at Bridgette.Heller, B-R-I-G-E-T-T-E dot H-E-L-L-E-R. And of course, the website, www.thestrongandcapable.com. Now, if you're ready to take your business and your life to the next level, you can hire me as your coach, join me in the Queen's Circle, which meets monthly, or invite me to speak at your events. And please don't forget, friend, you are strong and capable.